You're listening to The Scoop, the show that gives you the inside story on South Stockport's independent businesses. Each week, we'll bring an interview with a local business owner. We will find out about their journey to independence and what they can offer to our community. As a resident and a business owner myself, I think it's important to give other local enterprise a voice and a platform to share their stories, challenges and importantly successes. And with so many local businesses, independents and entrepreneurs in Cheadle Hume, Bramall and beyond, we can be sure to hear some exciting tales. Okay, this week we'll be hearing from Tracy Bradbury of Enhancer Cheshire. Hey Tracy, how are you doing? Hi Andy, I'm great, thanks. How are you? Good, yeah, very well, thank you. So, first things first, as always, uh, tell us about your business and your journey to where you are today, Tracy. Okay, thanks, Andy. Um, so, my business is called Enhancer Cheshire, um, and we are about to celebrate our first birthday. Um, I say our, but it's me. It's me, myself, and I. Um, and that's a, a sort of phraseology I'm trying to get used to saying, you know, sort of our and we, but actually, no, it's me. It's me and mine. So, it's my little business. Um, I launched at the beginning of July last year um, and I specialise in micro pigmentation. Um, so for those of listeners, listeners that don't know what that is, it's a semi-permanent tattooing to the face. Um, so I create eyebrows predominantly for ladies um i've not had any male customers yet but i'm looking forward to the day i do but predominantly it's uh it's like ladies that i treat um and i tattoo eyebrows um i also tattoo eyeliner i tattoo lip liner and i also create a lip blush um so it's quite a sort of clinical process um with it being invasive um i've got a clinic at home um and yeah it's something that I've always been interested in in terms of I love beauty I love all things cosmetic um I've just always been into you know hair and makeup fashion etc um so when I was thinking about a career change um only a couple of years ago I was thinking what what interests me you know what what do I want to do um and then I suddenly thought wow I've had my own eyebrows tattooed for the last five or six years um love the experience having it done love the difference it's made to me and I thought actually that's something I could do because I'm quite creative um so really that was where the the concept of starting my own business came from and why I I sort of thought of doing the cosmetic tattooing um so my 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 career has never actually been in beauty. Um, I'm not going to give away my age, but for more than 20 <laughs> years, um, I've been in facilities management, um, which is obviously nothing to do with cosmetic tattooing at all. Um, so I've always worked for really large global PLCs, um, managing you know, vast teams, the biggest team I had at one point was 500 strong um, budgets, projects, crisis management, um, bids, outsourcing, bringing um, departments back in-house, um, recruitment, staff engagement, you name it, I've done it. Um, so my career started off um, in a manufacturing engineering environment, um, quite a big maybe aerospace place not too too far from where we are in SK (laughs) um worked there for 13 years um and then from there I went on to work at a very big hospital again 
not too far from here, um, where I worked for nine years. Um, so during that time, um, I also had three children. Um, and what I found, I was, I was always wanting the next level of management I always wanted to better myself I always wanted to be more do more you know every time I got a new boss I'm thinking yeah yeah I can do that job and you know what sort of stepping stones can I get on to to get up the ladder um and then sort of with every child I had that desire became a little bit more diluted um I still had the desire but what I didn't have was the time to do it like I used to want to do it. So I think yeah. for me with my career, I've always been the go-getter, always wanted to be, you know, sort of the, the best I could be within business and, you know, be, be a senior leader for whatever company I was working for. But I found my work-life balance really quite difficult to manage. Um, when I'd be at work, I'd feel guilty about not being at home. When I'd be at home, I'd feel guilty that I wasn't giving 100 and 10% at work so that sort of went on for I'd say probably about seven years really since I had my last two children um and the pressures as I'm sure you know yourself Andy of just trying to be everything you know you 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 feel guilty you're not a great parent you feel guilty you you're not doing the hours at work you know whatever you do you feel you're not quite giving a hundred percent of what you're doing because you're trying to spread yourself so thin yeah so um for me about two years ago it's probably two and a half years ago now I was thinking the zest I've got for quality of service quality of product and you know how sort of enthusiastic I am because I I sort of go at everything in life with um an amazing amount of gusto you know if you're going to do it you might as well do it properly um so I was always thinking to myself what can I do and my husband kept saying you know we're never going to be rich as both working for other people you know what what can we do what can we do so we've sort of had this conversation for a few years and then like I say a few years ago I thought oh what about eyebrows? Um, mainly, as I say, because uh, I've had my eyebrows done sort of three or four times myself over the years. Um, and I know it's not a cheap thing to have done. I know the people that do um, carry out the procedures are all highly trained, etc. So I just sort of started to make inquiries actually with the lady that was doing my eyebrows um, myself um and just thought yeah you know I think that's something I can do um so I basically saved up um for a year um to enable me to pay myself sort of a 50% wage um so that when the time was right I could leave sort of my gainful employment um as an an exec with my uh, private health scheme, my annual bonus, <laughs> um, and my decent salary to sort of uh, go on a being on toast sort of journey whilst um, I formed my company. Um, so what I decided to do, Andy, was um, rather than just sort of dip my toe in the water with Enhanced Cheshire, um, I did a lot of work in the background from sort of um, the March to the July, um, getting my branding right, um, right. sort of inventing inventing myself properly because what I didn't want to do was sort of hit the marketplace as another semi-permanent makeup artist when there is already quite a few in the area and look like I'm just the beginner. Um, so it wasn't to trick people, it was just to um, 
show people it was a brand yeah. that had been invested in you know it'd been thought out it wasn't sort of a, a quick flash in the pan so i spent quite a lot of time effort and money um developing the brand developing the vision um really realizing what i wanted it to be how i wanted the brand to be and where i wanted the business to go so i sort of did quite a loose business plan to take me to the first sort of 12 to 18 months um and like i say i launched um last july with an all singing all dancing website um full branding full uniform you know logo absolutely everywhere um the clinic beautifully um kitted out all all the equipment that i needed um and started advertising straight away really when i launched um so yeah that's sort of how i how i got from um a facilities manager <laughs> which is just so bizarre when i think now the difference to um tattooing people's faces for a living fabulous <laughs> excellent yeah i remember uh so you're saying all that about being prepared i remember when you um when you opened, we've known each other a, f- a few years. Yeah. Um, with the kids going to school together, and I, I remember it looked really, really professional, like it was already a setup, almost like a franchise that you'd bought, maybe. Yay! Um, so you'd you'd clearly done that work in the background. And That's I think great can, feedback, Andy. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. You obviously you went from your exec role in facilities management with all the bells and whistles and everything into working for yourself. Uh, how did you find the transition, Tracy, between the two? Um, it was a massive relief for me, to be honest, to leave the corporate environment because um, I'd had some ill health as well, um, which wasn't helped by sort of having such a pressurised role. So for me, my my over, my sort of overwhelming feeling was that of relief and thank God and yes, you know, I will make this work. If it doesn't, then I'll just have to go and be employed elsewhere. But I'm going to give it a really good shot. So I think um, the transition from exec to self-employed, brilliant. But along the way, it obviously comes with its hurdles. Um, So uh, along the way, um, it's I found it quite lonely, I think, um, would be the biggest negative. There's there's a lot of positives, but I think Mm -hmm. um, small business owners tend to shy away from what the negatives are um and for me I'm I love a good crack you know I love um banter um you know leading such big sort of diverse teams You, you know you're dealing with with anybody and everybody all day long you know and it's so diverse the conversations I'd be having in work and making really important strategic decisions um being accountable for profit and loss everything else and I think to go from such a sort of almost respected role to it's just me um I found that the hardest I think really um uh-huh. and so it, that would be your biggest challenge do you think yeah yeah well. yeah and sort of feeling so not not making sure I don't lose sight of how far I've come and mm-hmm. you know it's although yes I'm running a small business you know I'm I'm the head of marketing for that business I'm the head of finance for that business you know I'm the art, artistic director you know but actually when when you're having a day of oh you know I do feel a little bit lonely you sort of forget yeah. all those things so I do often um remind myself of that um and that you know it, it's it is difficult starting your own business but actually 
every week that you're in your business it's a success isn't it so yeah definitely yeah definitely sounds to me like when you were talking about your drive and your ambition earlier on and almost that waning or diluting I think you said with the children yeah as each one came along you've now sort of you're not in the corporate environment so maybe not to quite the same extent but you're now the MD you're the FD you're the CEO so so you've achieved everything that you wanted to achieve even though it diluted oh isn't it fabulous I feel very important sat here now. <laughs> well, you are places. You really are. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> that wasn't meant quite so sarcastic as it sounded. No, no, it's received like that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Ace. Right then. Um, so um, I think I said in, at the beginning, um, and I only found out recently, actually, you, you grew up in the area. Mm. Um, you spent all your life here. Obviously, we've not divorced your age yet. Um, how do you find the local area helps with, with your business, Tracy? Well, I think, uh, like you say, I've lived here all my life. Um, I moved here with my mum and dad and my brother um, when I was nine um, and went to the local school where my children now go. Um, if I take my oh, socks wow. off, my feet aren't actually wet. You'd think so, though, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, <laughs> a bit of inbreeding going on. Um, but no, I've always loved Cheadle Hume. Um and I just think it's it's such a lovely, lovely area, um, you know, and I think just I think being from round here um, and obviously having my children here, um, I throw myself into a lot of things to do with the community. Um, I think I'm, I'm quite well known without being well known, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So I think um, a lot of my clients that have come to me, they're sort of going, oh, yeah, Tracy. Oh, yeah, Tracy Bradbury. Yeah, we know her. Is that such and such a body's woman? Is that the lady that does the fundraising for X, Y and Z? You know, so I sort of I think the. Being so involved in the local community has helped me sort of get a firm footing with my new business in the yeah. community as well. Um, and yeah, I just love the area. What's not to love? We'll talk more about that later on. Um, and then how do you think your business helps the area? So what 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 are you giving back? Obviously, you've done all your fundraising and everything, but now we're now we're in business, aren't we? Yeah, we're in we're in serious business. I think um one of, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is um, cancer and cancer research. Because um, mm -hmm. sadly, I lost my dad when he was 61 um, many years ago. Um, he had cancer and died quite quickly. Um, so it's something that's always very close to my heart. Um, so what I decided from the offset when I was um, sort of evolving with um, Enhancer Cheshire as the brand was um, a, a lot of people that are having radiotherapy or chemotherapy, um, they lose their eyebrow hair and they mm -hmm. lose the eyelashes um, because you, you know, as you lose your head hair, the red, all the other yeah. hair body comes out too. Um, so I decided that I would offer all people that have had treatment and they've lost their eyebrows or their eyelashes um, through chemotherapy or radiotherapy, I'd offer everybody 50% off um, oh, wow. all treatments. Um, and I've seen a few ladies um, obviously don't share photographs of those people um because you know with with no eyebrow and sort of eyelashes comes a, a lack of confidence because you look very different to how you've looked all your life um so always always 50 percent off any treatment for um any lady that um has lost a facial hair um wow, due to any definitely treatment. giving it back then 
Oh, well, I, I do believe in paying it forward a bit, Andy, and hopefully, you know, the little bits that I can do, um, you know, will help someone massively, you know, and I'll, I'll get it in return one day, you know, so yeah. that's the way I see it. Well, that's what we're all about here. Oh, yes, we like. forward, helping the community, helping yes. local businesses, sticking exactly. together. Exactly, exactly. Um, I recently attended um, a charity afternoon tea for When You Wish Upon a Star, um, which okay. is a charity that grants wishes for sort of terminally ill children. Or, that's um, that's Welsh. Yes, yes, that's the one. Um, I attended um, their afternoon tea um, and I donated um 270 pounds worth of treatments for their raffle um and they were delighted yeah (laughs) full set darling the best set money can buy in cheshire um so yes that got raffled off um and they raised 120 quid um which was really good um and things things like one of my friends at the moment um she sadly got cancer um she was doing some fundraising so i said on my business page the next person to book in whatever their treatment cost is i'll donate it straight to the christie um and then a a lady booked in um for some eyeliner it was 130 pounds so i just put that straight in a charity pot so i just try and do bits as and when I can um I'll always give gift vouchers for local school PSAs you know and just just do bits and pieces that I can really brilliant and then sort of moving on to the next question I'm going to ask you about about COVID and lockdown but um those people that don't know there's a uh, there's a sharing wall right outside your house I think as well isn't there for the <laughs> for the kids of the community <laughs> yeah I've not mentioned that have I how's that gone down Oh, well, like a lead balloon with my husband, because now, <laughs> now the garage has been taken over with uh, rubbish, he calls it. <laughs> oh, God, honestly. So, um, yeah, I decided in me infinite wisdom um, at the start of lockdown, you know, when you couldn't get past a flower or bog yeah. roll, when it yeah. was, you know, we're all going to starve to death weren't we, you know, because we were all up the wall with, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I thought, well, do you know what? If anyone's got any spare tins of beans or, in fact, bog roll, because I didn't have any, um, let's create a little sharing space sort of in our local community area um, and go and leave your bits and bobs. Um, So, yeah, it's been going on for, I think it's about 10 weeks now, and I've I've gone from a a box of food with, um, you know, sort of, peaches in juice and fruit cocktail and baked beans never any flour there was a bit of pasta and there's never been toilet roll so it went from sort of this this one box to now we've got um i think it's 12 boxes of children's books adults books dvds baby toys children's toys we've had three mountain bikes 12 scooters um a couple of wendy houses um five dolls houses and now we've even got a clothes rack um yeah so so yeah it's it's been brilliant um but That's i'll tell you it's awesome. a bit of a commitment dragging it in every night i bet it is i bet it is but it's made a difference i'm sure to uh to some of the local families and, yeah um, for definitely that, and I, i've had a few good bits as well the kids have had some uh little magic sets and you know we've had some uh, jigsaws and things so you know it's good for us and it's good for everybody else so no, i really don't any mind of gin or vodka out there for you did they <gasps> no gin gin i prefer gin right, if there you go ladies listening. and gentlemen <laughs> <if anyone's listening. laughs> 
care in the community, please. Gin for Tracy. <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. So um, talking of lockdown then, um, how has it affected your business, Tracy? I know you've you've been closed um, for business um, at the moment. Um, and obviously we're looking to reopen. Yes, um, hallelujah. Which is why we've got you on. Um, so that we can uh, we can get that out to the masses. Um, what have you been able to implement in the in the meantime? Have you been not able to, to add any value to your to your customers? Um, yeah, not a lot, Andy. To be honest, um, because it's the services I offer are hands on treatments um, and the clinics within my property. Um, those two things, you know, absolutely cannot go, go on during uh, the COVID-19 crisis so I had to close straight away um, yeah. which obviously left me with no income whatsoever um, which was a, a bit of a shock um, and because I was a new business I wasn't um, entitled to claim 80% of your profits off the government so I'd only been running for a year yeah. um, etc so it sort of really did leave me um in dire straits um but i'm not on my own and i'm not unique you know there's plenty worse off plus i got a tin of fruit salad off the sharing wall so you know <laughs> things could have been worse and a game of tiddlywinks um so what i decided to do i had a couple of weeks off like i think all of us did where you you know you're worrying about your, your health and well-being of yourself and your family and what's going to happen with the world i think we all sort of closed our minds to business just more self-preservation for a couple of weeks um but what what i did sort of by week three was give myself um a good talking to decided to get back in the saddle um and really what i've done is just tried my utmost to keep um a social media presence going on a daily mm -hmm. basis um really so that people don't forget about enhanced cheshire and don't forget that the brand's here and we're waiting you know sort of once yeah. lockdown's lifted i'm here for any treatments that you might want and as well i was very yeah. mindful of a lot of people were out of work so you've got to sort of strike the balance between knowing actually that a lot of people are getting paid still so actually out of lockdown people might have a bit more extra money than they had before you know so it's sort of a, a golden opportunity for me to say do you know what if you've always wanted amazing eyebrows come and treat yourself with that bit of extra money you've saved because you've not been going out socializing during covid but equally i want i needed the balance to not rub it in people's faces that have been on the breadline during yeah, the crisis exactly. yeah so I, i've sort of mixed up all my sort of social media presence with um not really sales pictures but just showing people the standard of work that i do the standard treatments yeah. they can expect um and just putting some funnies in as well you know what do you call a, a bread bun depending on where you live you know just just <laughs> just things yeah. to get people talking yeah, yeah. no i've really. seen all your i've seen all your posts and i think um you're right you've put a lot in there and one thing i was going to ask you because obviously what you do it is a it is a beauty treatment isn't it yes um but and this is this is me as, as a male asking this question so i, I obviously oh, don't, don't fully oh, wow. understand <laughs> but so if you like somebody who was doing nail or nails or hair for example yeah. They would be able to obviously offer a, a lot of value to customers in terms of this is how you do it. This is how you can keep on top of yours. Yes. Have you been able to do it? Is there anything like that that you've been able to do um, for your customers? Yes. Um, I mean, the, one of the key things that I always talk about is uh, sun protection um, because your eyebrows are obviously on quite a sort of prominent area of your face um, because you, your frontal lobe sort of sticks out 
where your eyebrows go. Um, mm -hmm. I always tell all my ladies that have their eyebrows done, you need to protect them from the UV rays because there's no point spending all this money on fabulous eyebrows to have the sun bleach them out of your skin um, because they, the uh, micropigmentation doesn't sit as deep under the skin as a conventional tattoo. It just sits between the dermis and the epidermis. So that's why it's classed as semi-permanent because it's not under all layers of your skin. So yeah. it's quite a delicate enhancement. So I've been popping on social media all the time saying, put some cream on, you know, be, be out, put your oversized sunnies on. So sort of reminding yeah. my um current clients how to enjoy the sun whilst they're, they're off work if they're fit and well um but keep keep your enhancement protected so i've just been sort of re reiterating all the advice i give in clinic um whilst everyone's been hopefully sunbathing and enjoying themselves excellent so at least you've been able to to offer something still and and um and hopefully that that be i mean there's going to be a lot of repeat business i guess with you because it is all semi-permanent so um that, yeah. that helps build that and maintain that relationship doesn't it yeah hopefully fingers crossed fantastic you said your biggest challenge was obviously the loneliness um of being working on your own um and we've gone through the challenges of lockdown what then tracy is your best success since you've been working for yourself mm, wow i suppose not going bust in the first year and is always a bonus <laughs> yep definitely <laughs> And you know, some weeks I've afforded some cheese to put on my beans on toast. You know what I mean? It's not it's not been too bad. Um, so I think yeah, my biggest success is to make it to the first year. Um, because so many businesses don't make it. You know, your first three years um yeah. are crucial, but actually a lot do fold. I think it's about thirty percent normally fold within the first twelve months of business. So I think to get to my birthday, we're, we're nearly there, still hanging on for it. Um, is a massive success. Um, I think for me just building um, a fabulous client base from nothing um, because I was so new to the industry I didn't have a client base um, and yeah I just I feel really proud that I've got so many clients that are delighted with the treatments I've performed on them um I absolutely love all my five star reviews um touch wood I've not had anything under a five star yet um and everyone's so quick to compliment and sort of recommend me on local networking and business pages you know people will always put my name forward if people are asking for treatments and I just think that's that's amazing you know and I'm, I'm chuffed to bits with that I really am good good excellent um well done thank you so um so we've said we're we're approaching the first birthday what's the date what date did you open the first of July first of July fantastic yeah. so this will be airing on the 30th of June. Yeah. So tomorrow will be the birthday. Yeah. Tomorrow. Woohoo. Excellent. So once we reopened and we're into year two, Tracy, what's what are the goals? Where do you see um, your business in Hans of Cheshire in the future? Ooh, well, um, I've got big plans for the next 12 months. Um, I'm already booked onto a training course um, in July. Um, so this will probably mean nothing to you, Andy, but some of your listeners, it will. So um, microblading for eyebrows gives ladies, again, I keep saying ladies because I've not done any dudes yet. So we'll just say it's ladies, gives ladies a natural looking eyebrow um, as sort of God would create it to be. It looks like hair strokes. Um, there's another technique called ombre brows, which to 
a bloke, it looks a bit more like makeup, Andy. A bit more like okay. makeup, not is this hair still strokes. Is this still semi-permanent tattooing? It's still tattooing, yeah. There's still right, going to okay. be a bit of blood loss going on here. It's, you know, proper clinical. Um, so the ombre tattoo um, is what ladies choose um, if they want more of a made-up look rather than a makeup look. Um, so I've booked on a course um, to upskill myself to learn um, the, the ombre tattooing so that's coming soon so you've heard it here first listeners Fantastic. um so that's that's in the pipeline um and i'm going to continue um with just just professional development really and bringing smaller extra services into the clinic i'm currently training as a reiki practitioner um which is a holistic therapy sort of role um so reiki is all about the earth's energy and your own energy um and sort of working with energies to realign them um so i was due to qualify before we hit lockdown, um, so I just need to reschedule the last time, um, last few sessions with my uh, Reiki master to then become qualified. So I, th I think in essence, I'm going to be upskilling myself for the next year, offering more tattooing procedures um, to clients so there's more of a variation. Um, and I'm also concentrating on my um, Reiki um, sort of healing side of things um, because I do, I do love all that. I love all positivity and being able to um, help people get in, into a better headspace. Excellent, that's brilliant. It sounds like uh, sounds like a really exciting year. Pencil me in when you've worked when you've worked out to do beards, and I'll. Uh, I'll I was going to say, session. drop your eyebrows, do <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Not my eyebrows, but I, 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 go on, I, Andy. Be me first. I'll do your price. <laughs> <laughs> I think my eyebrows are all right. <laughs> I beg to differ, somebody. Another story. <laughs> Cheers, Trace. It's a pleasure. I'll cut, I'll cut you off here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Goodbye now. <laughs> um, right then, so um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about advice now. Obviously, I've asked you if there was any value that you were able to bring, and you and you you mentioned about sun cream. Is there any other advice? What would your top advice be that you can give to um, our listeners, uh, either in terms of the the eyebrows, the um, the the microblading yes yeah um uh, or or maybe in terms of reiki and 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 that sort of positivity and earthing yeah um i think advice to the listeners so i think anybody that's been to clinic will know what i'm all about uh i'm not a one-trick pony um and people come and they keep coming um so every time i do sort of branch out and i offer another service um i'm just so grateful that everyone that's already been to clinic once they come back again so i think um, my, my advice would be keep the faith girlfriends um what, whatever I do, you know, you'll all be the first to know. Um, and I obviously treat everybody um, incredibly well when they're in clinic. Um, during my Reiki training, um, I've been doing a, a lot of Reiki sessions. Um, the feedback's been amazing. Um, and I always just give advice um, to my clients, um, just, just about um, protecting your mental well-being, really. Uh, things you can do to relieve stress, um, to, to bring an air of calmness in your life, etc. Um, so, yeah. I suppose just um, mainly for the holistic energy uh, Reiki side of things. So what would that advice be? Um, I think just always take some time for yourself. Um, use relaxation, breathing techniques. That helps massively um, just with tension. Um, and just, you know, just really look after yourself and don't sweat the small stuff. 
you know, worrying about tomorrow won't change what happens tomorrow, just takes away the joy from today. Um, and actually, for, for the majority of us, life isn't bad. What's bad is the manifestations we come up with in our own minds. You know, so I, I think uh, yeah. Reiki, um, that treatment in itself, is it just almost resets you sort of from the, the inside out doesn't doesn't take away the worries it just puts things into perspective um so i'm really looking forward to uh doing reiki properly once i've got my qualification awesome well if not the eyebrows then that might well be something that i come and see you for because oh uh, fabulous i've got to say one one of the things that i've done during the lockdown is um i've been barefoot a lot more than i normally would be and i've gone outside and just stood on the grass (sighs) and it just makes it sounds dead wishy washy, doesn't it? No, when no, you, when, no. I get it. When you say it, and it well, yeah. It. If you don't under, if you don't understand it, and it does sound really weird, but actually, just take both feet on the grass and or the or the pavement or whatever yeah. it is, and just just feel yeah. the earth below you, and it really yeah. does. It really well, you, does. You're connecting to the earth's core and the energy, and it's it's amazing. It really is exactly. amazing. Exactly. Excellent. So, talking about the earth's core. Cheadle Hume, what are your favourite things about the SK area, Cheadle Hume, Bramall, Stockport, um, and the and surrounding areas? What does it mean to you, Tracy? Gosh, well, wow. Well, I mean, we couldn't live in a better place, is the way I see it. Um, where we are in Cheadle Hume, um, and obviously surrounding areas, you know, you're 20 minutes away from everything. Um, and this is what I've said to people sort of all my life. You know, people. Say, I say you know, exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I think I said yeah. it on the on a podcast the other week as well. Ah, uh, maybe I'm copying you actually. Yeah, you probably are. Yeah. See, <laughs> so in Andy's words, you're 20 minutes away from everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll second it, Andy. You know what I mean? It was a it was a good expression that. Yeah. So yeah, I think for me, Cheadle Hume. Um, you know, you're a few minutes away from Bramall. You're a few minutes away from Cheadle Hume Village. Um, an array of shops, eateries, wine bar, um, train into towns, 20 minutes to get to Manchester, you're 15 minutes away from Manchester Airport, um, even though your taxis are now more expensive, now we've got the relief road, but go figure that, um, <laughs> never understood that, not that many of us are going on holiday anytime soon, but you know what I mean, bit of a bugbear, um, but yeah, I just think it's an amazing area, um, and you know, you're 20 minutes into the countryside, um, there's loads of green space, um, the investment in the area is always continuous, you know, it could be contentious that, you know, we keep building houses etc but you know it means growth and it means more families are coming to the area more families you know ultimately means to me more facilities um and you know the community is growing um so yeah i love it community yeah yeah love it brilliant i'll uh, i'll second absolutely everything you've said there (laughs) yeah i'm i'm totally the same did i copy Um, you word for word (laughs) no no not quite word for word I i think i think it was joe that i was talking to uh, I said, because I, um, I always say the best thing about where we are is 20 minute rule. Yeah, love it. If love it takes it. any longer, it's too far. Yeah, it's a schlep. We don't like yeah, schleps, exactly. do we? <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, then, Tracy. Um, finally, where can we find you? <gasps> where can you find me? So uh, you can find me online on the World Wide Web. Um, okay. My uh, web address is www.enhanceofcheshire.co.uk. I'm on Facebook as Enhance of Cheshire, um, Instagram, 
Arvin Hans of Cheshire, of course, um, and also LinkedIn. Um, all my contact details are across all social media platforms. Um, so basically, you can get me any which way you want, pigeon post or anything. You can even knock on my door. I'm always around. <laughs> Awesome. All those uh, all those links we'll put in the in the show notes and, and on the website as well. Fabulous. So they'll all be there available for everybody to uh, to access. Um brilliant. That has been an awesome chat, Tracy. Really enjoyed talking to you um, this afternoon. I've learned a lot. Um and now know what you do, having known you for five years. <laughs> <laughs> um Excellent. Thank you very much. Brilliant speaking from you. And um, I'm looking forward to the next year and watching uh, Enhance of Cheshire grow. Thanks, Andy. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to speak to all your listeners too. You've been listening to The Scoop with me, Andy McAnally. Please subscribe to our podcast and make sure to listen to next week's show. If you'd like to share your story about your rise to independence, please email guest at thescoop.co.uk or you can find us on Facebook by searching The Scoop. Remember, The Scoop is spelt S-K-O-O-P. Finally, I really hope you enjoyed this show. And if you did, it would be great if you could leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform or share with your network to help others find us and enjoy our podcast too.